we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency health alert and current event um, study for May 11, 2020. Next report, kind of switching gears a little bit, but it's it's you know obviously it's the same subject. It's just there's different aspects of this. Your every move will be watched. Post-COVID offices to resemble China's social credit system. We recently detailed how when America's white-collar workforce returns to their offices, business complexes, and skyscrapers, their experience in a post-COVID reopened workspace is likely to resemble something more like an airport security check zone, complete with invasive protocols like frequent temperature checks and social distancing and health surveillance, as well as plexiglass enclosed cubicles and HR-style enforced monitors. And, and remember, none of this is ultimately... For our protection it's just about corralling us like rats into whatever matrix they want us to become the new normal that's all this is about because the new order wants you dead so there's no way anyone could ever convince me that this is going to stop anything or do anything other than just distance people more and make us conform and have less social interaction and just control you more and put people in constant fear of violating social distancing practices and whatever else they're going to try to accomplish with this if this all sounds like a hassle the wall street journal has since taken up the question of america's near future office spaces and the end result looks to be worse than expected your every move will be watched the report this is the 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 title of the Wall Street Journal report, your every move will be watched. Wall Street Journal. The report emphasizes that, and this is from the report, in midtown Manhattan, thermal cameras will measure body temperatures as employees file into a 32-story 30, office tower at Rockefeller Center. The building's owner, RXR Realty, said that it's also developing a mobile app for tenants to monitor and score how closely their workers are complying with social distancing. So you're going to have your cell phone on you or maybe some other monitor they might give you. And you're going to be monitored constantly to see that you don't get too close or violate social distancing rules with your coworkers. I I'd rather be dead than adhere to any of this personally. I'm not going to, I would never, ever comply with this, period. I'm not going to do it, ever. That's just me, though. I, I'm just, I, I can't even imagine this hellish existence that they're trying to make the new normal. People are just going along with it, for the most part. PricewaterCoopers LLP said it's preparing to launch this month a phone app for employers that traces contacts by analyzing workers' interactions in the office. More than 50 clients have expressed interest, including some of the nation's biggest banks, manufacturers, and energy companies that want to serve Satan, evidently. If this sounds like something very close to China's big brother social credit scoring system, which made world headlines last year, and we've reported on here extensively at contendingfortruth.com, as it relies on cutting-edge facial recognition software designed to permanently score a citizen profile while actively tracking individuals' public movements. There's already been reported instances of Chinese citizens being prevented from taking trains, 
due to the system forecasting they might not be able to pay or some other pre-crime risk they may have violated i've played those clips on here going further and now this is getting closer to home possibly coming to an office near you now obviously they're not going to be able to be able to do this overnight and it would depend on what business you're at and these types of things it's just the fact that they're moving in this direction is so satanic and so evil and again unless there's massive pushback against this i i don't see us not moving in this direction and there's been so much forecasting of this by hollywood with shows like the black mirror which they're going to talk about here advertising giant interpublic group of cos is exploring dividing its 22,000 u.s employees into three separate groups according to perceived health risks which would include age um workers could also be asked to disclose medical and other personal information about themselves and in some cases family members it is a reasonable approach if you get through the operational and some of the privacy and regulatory issues this dr osmond says it's certainly alarming anytime it has to be admitted that privacy issues are merely a pesky little something to get through COVID 19 is taking workplace surveillance to a higher level with some employers planning to track movements and gather personal information like never before in western democracies and um this is the title of this wall street journal report in I, I give you a link to the report it's online welcome back to your office your every move will be watched employees employers plan new tools to measure office interactions and track workers health there's already talk of the health tracking app set up on a reward punishment system of incentives sounding something like straight out of the dystopian futuristic series black mirror this would further be integrated in with controversial thermal imaging technology some already set up at amazon warehouses capable of storing facial recognition data and is complete with live guinea pigs rather currently returning office employees as the wall street journal writes of one real estate company rxr the real estate company is testing new systems of its own employees we are using ourselves as guinea pigs the company aims to have social distancing app ready at the end of may <clears throat> workers movements are tracked through their smartphones you get a higher score the more time in the office you're further than six feet away from another person so just be a good little nazi and the further you're six feet away the more time you are the less interaction you have you get a little pat on the head and a little satanic cookie but don't you dare violate it or we might have to take you out back and gut shoot you or you'll be fired bare minimum an individual would see his or his or her own score and their employer would aggregate data on how employees are complying with social distancing as a whole what a hellish nightmare all of this is And more on labeling broad groups of employees according to the perceived COVID-19 risk factors. A worker that tested positive for coronavirus antibodies indicating they had the infection in the past would be considered a level one employee. The lowest risk because they already had it once. Even though it's totally been determined that if you have it once, it doesn't prevent you from getting it again. But, you know, they're the lowest risk and can return to work with states and cities lift work from home orders those without antibodies but are considered a low to moderate risk would be counted as level two this group would include employees who are under 65 years old 
don't live with high-risk people and don't have chronic diseases including diabetes or hypertension now again they're gonna in order to determine all of this they're gonna have to have gobs of personal information about you on file this group could potentially return to work in a second wave oh how benevolent of of the satan satanic um, minions that are overseeing all of this employees over 65 or those who are pregnant smoke have chronic diseases or health issues would be considered level three these are high-risk employees and would would have to wait the longest to return to work said dr ozeman and this verse you know always comes to my mind when i when i see all of this stuff coming to pass psalm ninety four twenty: shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee which frameth mischief by a law now the king james translates the word frameth as fashion form or make and it translates the word mischief in the following manner iniquity misery painful perverseness sorrow toil travail trouble wearisome wickedness that's everything that we're talking about here Netanyahu suggests now microchipping children to maintain proper social distancing when schools open. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is under fire for suggesting that all children in his country could be microchipped in order to help ensure they are observing proper social distancing when schools open back up as nationwide lockdown is eased. Speaking at a press conference on Monday, uh, but only now being reported in Israeli media, the premier said that the health ministry could use RFID chip technology to help enact social distancing. <laughs> uh, you devil. He said the legislature proposed in the Kesnet would allow for microchipping the entire population as well. Netanyahu added, quote, I spoke with our heads of technology in order to find measures uh, Israel is Israel is good at such as sensors for instance every person every kid I want it on kids first <laughs> would have a sensor that would sound an alarm when you get too close to another person like the ones on cars end of quote sounds good to me I don't know about about you all but you know yep that's the direction unfortunately that we're moving next report medical researcher on verge of making very significant coronavirus breakthrough shot to death a medical researcher said to be on the verge of making very significant coronavirus findings was found shot to death over the weekend in pennsylvania said officials bing Liu, a medical researcher at the university of pennsylvania school of medicine said to be on the verge of making a very significant coronavirus discovery who knows what that may have been it must have been really something that was maybe going to expose them or maybe it was a really simple fix for this whole thing again i've told you though just taking care of your own immune system is typically more than adequate in order to go after this he was found shot to dead over the weekend in a murder suicide he had been shot in the head and the neck the agency said an hour after lou's body was discovered a second person how goo 46 year olds was found dead inside a car less than a mile away the agency said ross township police detective sergeant brian colep told nbc news that the men knew each other investigators said believe goo killed lou before returning to his car where he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound now my comment is this is a classic mind control murder suicide mission carried out to perfection he was an illuminati mind control slave 
that was sent, his, his murder program was triggered. He went, he killed this guy, and then he killed himself, so there's no witnesses. Classic. If you read Fritz, Fritz Springmeier's information on how to create an undetectable Illuminati mind control slave, that's the title of the book. You can probably find it online, maybe. You used to be able to. The whole text of the book. He goes into the whole thing. Classic mind control murder-suicide mission carried out to perfection. Bing was on the verge of making very significant findings toward understanding the cellular mechanisms that underlie the SARS-CoV-2 infection. Well, you know, in order to do that, he's going to have to totally find out and probably already knew that it was laboratory-created on purpose by design. Uh, we've went over all that before. Yeah, the school said we'll make an effort to complete what he started right in an effort to pay homage to his son. No, they're not. They're going to be they're going to be given a talk to and say, "Listen, you want to complete his research? Well, the same thing's going to happen to you, and this will all go away. Whatever he was on the verge of discovering." And then we have this pandemic documentary, the hidden agenda behind the COVID nineteen. Now, this has been the hottest thing this week. And again, there is a lot of positive things breaking regarding the exposure of this. A lot of MDs, a lot of people high up in academia have come out. The problem is, is they're taking this stuff down as soon as it's put up on YouTube. You got to go to other platforms. This one's on BitChute. Dr. Judy Mikovits has been called one of the most accomplished scientists of her generation. Her 1991 doctoral thesis revolutionized the treatment of HIV AIDS. At the height of her career, Dr. Mikovits published a blockbuster article in the journal Science. The controversial article sent shockwaves through the scientific community as it revealed that the common use of animal and human fetal tissues were unleashing devastating plagues of chronic diseases. Yes. For exposing their deadly secrets, the minions of Big Pharma waged war on Dr. What Mike. we just talked about, them growing vaccines on animal, diseased green Reese's monkey kidneys, one of the, another culture medium of, that they grow vaccines on, chicken embryos, human diploid cells from aborted babies. That's what she's researched and, and all these horrific things that happens when you, you try to play God and create these which witches brew Frankenstein-like substances that are then injected into newborn babies and children and adults, and why that has caused this rapid explosion of diseases, many of whom we've never even seen before. And the vaccine companies don't want that out, of course. Everything that I've ever talked about being confirmed with what, I mean, as far as vaccinations go, with what she's saying here. And she's a high-level level academic. Destroying her good name, career, and personal life. Now, as the fate of nations hang in the balance, Dr. Mikovits is naming names of those behind the plague of corruption that places all human life in danger. So you made a discovery that conflicted with the agreed-upon narrative. <laughs> Correct. And for that, they did everything in their powers to destroy your life. Correct. You were arrested. Correct. And then you were put under a gag order. Um, for, for five years, if I went on social... Again, this is Dr. Judy Mikovits, PhD, molecular biologist and medical researcher. Media, if I said anything at all, they would find new 
evidence and um, and put me back in jail. Right. And it was one of the few times I cried. And it was because I knew there was no evidence the first time. And they, when you can unleash that kind of force to force someone into bankruptcy with a perfect credit score. And so that I couldn't bring my 97 witnesses, which included the heads, Tony Fauci, you know, Ian Lee. Tony Fauci, the one that's the, the head of the COVID-19 task force right now. Yeah, that one. That one. And the heads of the public health in HHS who would have had to testify that we did absolutely nothing wrong. And so what did they charge you with? Nothing. But you were in jail. I was held in jail with no charges. They I didn't was... want to charge her with anything because they knew she was right. They didn't want to bring any of this to light. So they just played their strong arm tactics and threat and, and throw you in jail and ruin your life until you relent. All the fugitive from justice. No warrant. Literally drug me out of the house. Our neighbors are looking at what's going on here. You know, they search my house without a warrant. They literally terrorized my husband for five days. They said, if you don't find the notebooks, if you don't find the material, which was not in my possession, but planted in my house. As if you took intellectual property from the laboratory. Is yes. that correct? It was, it was intended to appear as if I took confidential material names and intellectual property from the laboratory. This and is I, what happens when you go, go against the medical pharma cartel. You know, they, they play real dirty, real dirty. They serve Satan. They love Satan. Okay, they're of their father, the devil, and of his lusts and of his works, they will do. And he was a murderer and a liar from the beginning. So that's what they're, that's their tactics against uh, this PhD. Prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that I didn't. Heads of our entire HHS colluded and destroyed my reputation. And the Department of Justice and the FBI sat on it and kept that case under seal, which means you can't say there's a case or your lawyers are held in contempt of court. Now, so I want to say something also before I forget. There's, there's been over a million views on this. And this was just published on May 6th, okay? Six days ago, from when I'm, I'm doing this study, actually five, over a million views, because YouTube, they'll never give you the real views anymore. Even if there's a video like this, this, this isn't allowed on YouTube anymore. This is one of the many videos that they take down as soon as you put up. I'm telling you, they're taking this to a whole other level, okay? And you're going to have to go to other platforms to find this. And this is why this ministry exists to try to give you that one-stop shopping. Typically now, what you're going to be seeing from me more and more is in the PDFs. You're not going to be seeing links to YouTube. Or if you do, by the time you check them, they may be already taken down. Because sometimes that's the only option still. But as hopefully as people, um, this stuff is available on other platforms, you'll be seeing links for, for those types of things so that you too can get the word out. Because the Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. And when you know about this type of stuff, it becomes your obligation also to at least to a certain extent to try to sound the alarm bell, I believe. You know, not, not obviously just keep it to yourself. Warn other people what, so that they're not destroyed for lack of knowledge. So that they're not ignorant of Satan's devices. Um, but yeah, this is on BitChute and it's got over a million views and it's only been out 
for um, actually a million and 89,000 views. It's only been out for like five days. And it's on BitChute, a non-YouTube platform. You'd think, oh, well, it's not going to get that many. Well, it has. Because the word is getting out. But it's a matter of people not just watching it and internalizing it. It's a matter of people doing something about it. Taking action. Educating others. Praying. Fasting. However you so feel led. Can't even get a lawyer to defend you. So every single due process right was taken away from me and to this day remains the same. I have no constitutional freedoms or rights. Yet you sit here. <laughs> I think a lot of people would probably have just taken the retirement out early, laid low, but you have decided to come forth when your gag order has been released to write a book called Plague of Corruption, Restoring Faith in the Promise of Science, and you are naming names. Absolutely. Apparently, their attempt to silence you has failed. And I, I have to ask, how do you sit here with confidence to call out these great forces and not fear for your life as you leave this building? Because if we don't stop this now, we can not only forget our republic and our freedom, but we can forget humanity because yes. we'll be killed by this yes. agenda. Amen. So, Anthony Fauci. My name is uh, Dr. Tony Fauci. I'm the director of the... The man who is heading the pandemic task force was involved in a cover-up. He directed the cover-up. And, in fact, everybody else was paid off. And paid off... You don't get to the highest levels of politics unless you've already sold out to Lucifer many, many times. And they know that you can be trusted from a standpoint of that you are evil and that if you do get out of line we're gonna we have so many different ways we can blackmail you it's gonna make your head spin and trump is no exception millions of dollars in funding from tony fauci tony fauci's organization national institute of allergy and infectious disease these investigators that committed the fraud continue to this day to be paid big time by the niaid and the whole world is listening to his advice for how to handle this current pandemic. How do we know that what he's saying is what we need to be learning? What he's saying is absolute uh, propaganda and, and the same kind of propaganda that he's perpetrated to kill millions since 1984. We know from this study quite clearly that there will be a delay in progression significantly greater than... For this is Fauci speaking in 84. And he's been, this is his business, he's been killing people for millions of people, according to Judy, this PhD, since 84. And that's what they do. They love death and they love serving Lucifer. Individuals who do not take the drug. It started really when I was 25 years old. I was part of the team that isolated HIV from the saliva and blood of the patients. From HIV, another government-created plague that was released in Africa in vaccine form and also given to the gay male populations in 1978 in the, uh, to the gay male populations of Chicago, New York City, and San Francisco, which is how it got into the gay community regarding that and it was probably a big beta test to see how far they, it's a retrovirus retroviruses the hiv retrovirus does not occur those types of viruses don't occur naturally in nature it was created okay and 
the best expose I've seen on that is Dr. Len Horowitz, if you can find it, and where he gets into Dr. Gallo. We've played clips of Dr. Gallo. She's going to mention Dr. Gallo, how they created it and how they bragged about it, how they laughed about it and who they gave it to. So they've been doing this stuff for, for many, many, many decades. France, where Luc Montagnier had originally isolated the virus. This was a confirmatory study, but Tony Fauci and Robert Gallo were working together then to spin the story in a different way. At that time, Dr. Rossetti was out of town, and Tony Fauci says, um, you know, we understand that you have a paper in press, and we want a copy of it. And I said, yes, there's a paper in press, and it's confidential, and no, I will not give you a copy of it. <laughs> he started screaming at me, then he said, give us the paper right now, or, or you'll be fired for insubordination. And I just said, I'm sure when Dr. Rossetti gets back, you can have the conversation. And so Frank comes back, you know, several weeks later, and is really bullied into giving Fauci the paper. Fauci holds up the publication of the paper for several months while Robert Gallo writes his own paper and takes all the credit. And of course, patents are involved. This delay of the confirmation, you know, literally led to spreading the virus around, um, you know, killing millions. Perhaps no one expressed the anguish of AIDS better than New York writer Larry Kramer. But he was even more angry at the federal government and the pharmaceutical industry. One person who felt Kramer's fury was NIH Dr. Anthony Fauci. He called Tony Fauci the Bernie Madoff of science. It's still been crushing to me to think that I didn't know my work in 1999 was something that had been avoided from 83 and 82 when the virus was isolated. The virus didn't have to wait until 84 to be confirmed. Think of how many people, the entire continent of Africa, you know, lost a generation as that virus was spread through because of the arrogance of a group of people, and it includes Robert Redfield, who's now the head of the CDC right along with Tony Fauci. They of course, because you always get promoted the more you serve Satan, the more deaths you cause, particularly the medical pharma cartel. That's why those guys always end up being at the top. And always the most vile people end up becoming the president of the United, like Clinton and the Bushes and Obama and these types of people. And Trump, because only the most vile will get promoted to that level working together to take credit and make money and they had the patents on it and tailored them to IL-2 therapy which was absolutely the wrong therapy and had that not happened millions wouldn't have died um, from HIV. How can a man who's giving any any person who's giving ad global advice for health own a patent in the solution in the vaccine? Isn't that a conflict of interest or shouldn't it be? It is of interest and in fact this is one of the things that I I've been saying and would like to say to President Trump repeal the Bayh-Dole Act. Bayh-Dole fundamentally changed the way universities approach technology transfer uh, and you can see that best in the statistics. Universities obtained six... Trump's gonna do nothing to reverse anything. I mean I've seen a lot of stuff he's going after the deep state and he's gonna do this and he's gonna do that. 
He's in bed with them. They control him, ultimately. And even if his intentions weren't to want to advance this, it's, it's just they've got him, they own and control the guy. And they can blackmail him probably about a hundred different ways. So that choice really isn't his to make. In times as many patents today as they did in 1980. Now, everybody's getting more patents, but still, university's share of all patents in the United States is more than five times greater than it was before Bayh-Dole. The situation has gotten so bad uh, that one uh, information technology industry official has publicly referred to universities as, quote, crack addicts, unquote, driven by, quote, small-minded tech transfer offices addicted to patent royalties. That act gave government workers the right to patent their discoveries. So to, to claim intellectual property for discoveries that the taxpayer paid for. Ever since that happened in the early 80s, it destroyed science. And this allowed the development of those conflicts of interest. And this is the crime behind letting somebody like Bill Gates with billions of dollars. Nobody elected him. He has no medical background. He has no expertise. But we let people like that have a voice in this country while we destroy the lives of millions of people. Normalcy only returns when we largely vaccinated the entire global population. If we activate mandatory vaccines globally, I imagine these people stand to make hundreds of billions of dollars that own the vaccines. And they'll kill millions, as they already have with their vaccines. Yes. There is no vaccine currently on the schedule for any RNA virus that works. So I have to ask you, are you anti-vaccine? Oh, absolutely not. I'm, in fact, vaccine is immune therapy, uh, just like interferon alpha is immune therapy. Okay, now you have to understand, she's coming at this from an absolute total medically brainwashed background. You know, I mean, yeah, I guess if they could f devise vaccines with good ingredients, and I just don't feel like that's the way, though, that God would have ever intended us to derive our immune system. Uh, Going at it from a natural approach is the way to go about this. You know, zinc and D3 and iodine and selenium and vitamin C and these types of things are the way to build up our immunity. Mothers, you know, getting really good nutrition um, and, and, you know, having babies that you breastfeed for, you know, a good period of time, getting that first 48 hours of colostrum in on the breast milk. I mean, that, that, is, that is God's vaccination program. That's his booster shot vaccination program. Right from the get-go is the mother breastfeeding. Okay? And um, <clears throat> man's come in and try to usurp all of that and say, we can do this better. But that's just a lie. It's just a total lie. All of it. As we've documented so many times in the past... So I'm not anti-vaccine. My job is to develop immune therapies. That's what vaccines are. Do you believe that this virus was created in a laboratory? I wouldn't use the word created, but you can't say naturally occurring if it was by way of the laboratory. So it's very clear this virus was manipulated, These, this family of viruses was manipulated and studied in a laboratory where the animals were taken into the laboratory. And this is what was released, whether deliberate or not. 
that cannot be naturally occurring. Somebody didn't go to a market, get a bat, the virus didn't jump directly to humans. That's not how it works. That's accelerated viral evolution. If it was a natural occurrence, it would take it up to 800 years to occur. This occurred from SARS-1 within a decade. That's not, that's not naturally occurring. And do you have any ideas of where this occurred? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it occurred between the North Carolina Laboratories, Fort Detrick, U.S. Army Research Institute of Infectious Disease, and the Wuhan Laboratory. Which is exactly what we've documented in the past. $3.7 million flowed from the National Institutes of Health here in the U.S. to the Wuhan lab in China, the same lab where many people have said that this coronavirus infection first originated. We also now know that NIAID, the department associated with... Shows a picture of these slime bags together. Um, Fauci, Elton John, and um, Pelosi, all in this nice big bear, satanic bear hug, some other guy who's a total devil. I I can't uh, produce his name offhand, but just absolute total Luciferian Satanist. And they are loving every bit of this. National Institutes of Health, of which Dr. Anthony Fauci is in control, had already been conducting experiments with the Wuhan lab in the past in regard to coronavirus. If Dr. Anthony Fauci cannot be honest with the public about his connection to this lab, then Fauci has to go. In 1999, I was working in Fort Detrick in USAMRID there, and my job was to teach Ebola how to infect human cells without killing them. Ebola couldn't infect human cells until we took it in the laboratories and talked to him. It's hard to ignore the death tolls. People have been So dying. again, another lab-created, you know, virus, the Ebola virus. They are dying from this in, in quite alarming numbers. How do you reconcile that? Uh, um, it, it's pretty easy when you see, um, for me, when you see what the government has done, and that is that they took quoting Dr. Burks. We've taken a, a very, very liberal, liberal approach quote. to mortality. If my husband were to die, who has COPD, his lungs have fibrosis, his lungs would look exactly like somebody with COVID-19, theoretically, but he has no evidence of infection. So if you're not testing and you don't have evidence of infection, and if you walked in there today, you know, they'd call it COVID-19. And, and we hear this from the doctors and nurses who are upset. I've seen so many doctors online that have made their own webcam videos just perplexed by the protocol that the CDC had given them. Well, last Friday, I received a seven-page document that sort of told me that if I had an 86-year-old patient now, I played this video. This is from the senator slash MD. We played it, I don't know, it was either last week or the week before that. Pneumonia, but was never tested for COVID-19. But sometime after she came down with pneumonia, we learned that she had been exposed to her son, who had no symptoms, but later on was identified with COVID-19, that it would be appropriate to diagnose on the death certificate COVID-19. When I'm writing up my death report, I'm being pressured to add covid why is that? Why are we being pressured to add COVID to maybe increase the numbers and make it look a little bit worse than it is? I think so. Why would they want to skew the number of deaths due to COVID-19? Well, 
fear is a great way to control people. And sometimes people's ability to think for themselves is paralyzed if they're frightened enough. And that's not where I want people to be. I want people to say, we're going to get through this. I'm going to use my head. I'm going to go to different sources. I'm going to listen to different sources. And I'm going to think for myself because that's what America is about. If someone dies with COVID-19, we are counting that as a COVID-19 death. You don't die with an infection. You die from an infection. I've talked with doctors who have admitted that they are being incentivized to list patients that are sick or have died with COVID-19. Yeah, $13,000 yeah. for Medicare, if you call it COVID-19. Right now, Medi and another 39 to put them on the ventilator. So, you know, the financial incentives there when they've suspended all elective surgeries in the hospitals due to COVID-19. Well, they got to they got to try to make money somehow and they're chasing it. There is determined that if you have a COVID-19 admission to the hospital, you'll get paid $13,000. If that COVID-19 patient goes on a ventilator, you get $39,000, three times as much. And you've killed them with the ventilator because you gave them the wrong treatment. Exactly. All the things that just don't make sense, the patients I'm seeing in front of me, the lungs I'm trying to improve, have led me to believe that we are operating under a medical paradigm that is untrue. And I fear that this misguided treatment will lead to a tremendous amount of harm. Another video that I played before. To a great number of people in a very short time. My next question is about Italy. I want to know why Italy was hit so hard. Italy has a, a very old population. Um, they're very sick with inflammatory disorders. They got, at the beginning of 2019, an untested new form of influenza vaccine that had four different strains of influenza, including the highly pathogenic H1N1. That vaccine was grown in a cell line, a dog cell line. Dogs have lots of coronaviruses, and that's why they're not testing there. You could just say, oh, it was that. Well, it's the same thing for, with Wuhan, China. They were vaccinated that summer with some unknown vaccine, and it was probably something like what Italy got. And that set them up. That was a vaccine put there, set them up. Then you install 20,000 5G base stations in the only test bed city on the planet Earth where the whole city is absolutely soaked in 5G. Then you release it and blame it on the seafood market in Wuhan, China. But they've got that bio, bio four level laboratory there. It's the Wuhan bio level, you know, bio lab there that they released it from. And that's why they got such a horrifically high kill rate there because they had all the parameters in place to get this thing kicked off. As the country begins emerging from the worst of the coronavirus epidemic, one question remains. What happened to all the hydroxychloroquine? We know that hydrochloroquine and zinc are working great for patients and then fauci comes out and says well there's no double blind controlled placebo study which by the way dr fauci is there going to be a double blind controlled placebo study of your vaccine no is there no in a survey polling nearly 2300 doctors in some 30 countries hydroxychloroquine was ranked as the most effective medication to and again they don't want to cure anything and again i've given you my opinion on hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine or quinine there's some really, really bad side effects, guys, like suicide being one of the main ones, like all kind of mental aberrations and disorders.
lot of lawsuits against these companies. Granted, I'd rather, I mean, if you had, you know, to pick one between a vaccine, which isn't going to cure anything, and that, and giving them zinc, sure. But the only reason hydroxychloroquine even works is because it drives zinc into the cells. That's it. That's the main mechanism of action, why it works. Well, if you want to do that, just drink a little bit of quinine, or I mean tonic water, because tonic water has natural quinine, or even give you a link to the, um, the, uh, Oh Lord, I, I I'm I'm trying to remember it, the the um, herb that naturally occurs where they derive quinine from. Uh, but the problem is, is, I found it on eBay, and I gave you the links to all that to that previously in one of the PDFs I put out. But the stuff was like two or three hundred bucks a bottle to buy it. I just don't think it's necessary because if you just did instead of relying just on zinc, you do zinc, you do vitamin C, you do selenium, you do D3, you do iodine, you have the, the mild silver protein and vibe silver there as well, you're going to get far better results than just relying on zinc by itself, putting all your eggs in one basket. It's better to diversify. The immune system has a lot of different needs. I, I forgot calcium is another one that it needs. And you could put all the zinc in the world, but if you have major deficiencies in other areas, it's not going to compensate for those other deficiencies, which are the other things that I mentioned. So, but yeah, if you want to drink a little bit of tonic water with the zinc, yeah, it's going to act a, a, a little bit like um, hydroxychloroquine acts, but at a much, much um, more manageable level where it's not going to give you all kind of these horrific pharmaceutical side effects. But I would have no problem with you doing tonic water with zinc sure sure because you're going to get some natural quinine in there virus the ama was saying you know doctors will lose their license if they use hydroxychloroquine the anti-malarial drug that's been on the list of essential medicine worldwide for 70 years dr fauci calls that anecdotal data it's not storytelling if we have thousands of pages of data saying it's effective against these families of viruses. For 50 cents a dose, we could protect a thousand people for seven days, two doses a day, with one $600 vial. And that hasn't been done. And this is essential medicine, and they keep it from the people. Not only now, but back in autism with our discovery, there was an old antiviral drug, 100-year-old drug called Suramin, on the WHO list of essential medicine. It literally gave kids with autism a voice, a life. What did Bayer and Monsanto do? They took it away from everybody. You couldn't get it to save your life right now, and we tried. Believe me, every way we could. So when you take away a medicine... Um, but it, again, that's not the solution, though, ultimately. Either. She's coming from a totally brainwashed medical background. That's, that's, that's her only frame of reference, unfortunately. Uh, but I, I felt like the information she's talking about is important enough that you needed to hear about it. Again, we talked about you know autism before with you know when they introduced the, the aborted fetal cell lines... And um, you, mercury is also a big one with autism. Uh, that's, that's pretty much the main reason. And no drug is going to undo a vaccine that's cultured off an aborted baby or take out the mercury in the system unless that's what the drug was designed. But drugs don't work that way. You just can't drug your body into good health. But there's a lot of ways you could detox the body. Um, the one problem I see on the aborted fetal cell lines is you would need to literally break those types of curses off you, and that would be more of a deliverance issue. Uh, and then whatever else you could do to detox the system.
in, in not just the, the not just the WHO, not just the WHO, the FDA, the CDC, Tony Fauci, close everything, just end it all, and we've got a healthy world again, and we got tons of money because we can take all that money they're making on their patents, and we can give it to the victims of this plague of corruption. Is it safe to say that anything that cannot be patented? has been shut down intentionally because there's no way to profit from it. All these natural remedies that we have had for ever. Absolutely, that's fair to say, and that's exactly what's going on in COVID-19. The game is to prevent the therapies till everyone is infected and push the vaccines, knowing that the flu vaccines increase the Absolutely. odds by 36% yes. of getting COVID-19. Mm -hmm. Where does that they know more, the more vaccines you get, the more your immunity is going to be lower. They know more, the more toxic your system is going to get loaded. They know the the further your brain is going to be shut down from the mercury and the aluminum placking up the brain, essentially. Aluminum has a high affinity for the brain. And mercury absolutely annihilates the dendrites of the of the brain cells. I've seen pictures on the um on on uh, in fact I've played I've played the videos, but you could watch them online of the the one the guys that do the mercury free dentistry where they do um, composite fillings instead of these mercury fillings which is absolute total insanity uh, and it shows when a merc when a when a molecule of mercury gets near like a brain dendrite how the dendrite dendrite just dies and shrivels up in real time i mean this is brain damaging stuff and then the more brain damaged you are as well the less likelihood you're going to make a rational decision and again, this gets back to why I'm so focused and keyed in on, on natural health. I guess, you know, going back, I was into that way before I ever even got saved. And, and that was my background on the clinical nutritional supplements and what we need. And then I got saved and then it was almost like God was showing me, well, you know what? You're three-part created being, body, soul, and spirit. And if your body's weak, you're only as strong as the weakest link in your chain. And if, if, you, if you feel horrible and you can't think right and you're totally toxic, how are you really ever going to be your best for God? So that's why that's such a big part of this ministry. Because I see it all tied together. I don't want people to have weak links in their chain. Where did I come from? A publication last year where the military who had been vaccinated with influenza <sighs> were more susceptible to coronaviruses. Coronaviruses are in every animal. So if you've ever had a flu vaccine, you were injected with coronaviruses. And then to put on a mask. This doesn't make any sense. We wear masks in an acute setting to protect us. We're not wearing masks. Okay, like I think this is the third or fourth video I've played in like the last month. It's a compilation where they're showing some of the best clips from those videos, which is giving a lot of confirmation, hopefully, of, of the other ones that we've put up there. Why is that? Because we understand... Now, this is an MD. This is a surgeon that's treating COVID-19 patients. Microbiology, we understand immunology, and we want strong immune systems. Our immune system is used to touching. We share bacteria, staphylococcal, streptococcal bacteria, viruses. We develop an immune response daily to this stuff. When you take that away from me, my immune system drops. As I shelter in place, my immune system drops. You keep me there for months, it drops more. And now I'm at home, hand-washing vigorously, washing the counters, worried about things that are indeed what I need to survive. You're not, you're not immunodeficient, and you're not 
uh, elderly, you should be able to go out without any gloves and without a mask. I think if you are those things, you should either set shelter in place or wear a mask and gloves. I don't think everybody needs to wear a mask and gloves because it reduces your bacterial flora. It doesn't allow you to interact with society and your bacteria flora and your viruses, your friends that protect you from other diseases, end up going away and now you're more likely to get opportunistic infections, infections that are hoping you don't have your good bugs fighting for you, if that makes sense. And then as we all come out of shelter in place with a lower immune system and start trading viruses and bacteria, what do you think is going to happen? Disease is going to spike. I guarantee when we reopen, there's going to be a huge, huge amount of illness that's going to be rampant. The building blocks of your immune system is virus and bacteria. End of story. Wearing the mask literally activates your own virus. You're getting sick from your own reactivated coronavirus expressions. And if it happens to be SARS-CoV-2, then you've got a big problem. And, and that's why they want you to wear the masks as well. You know, not only that, it, it cuts way down on the on the oxygen that you're getting into the body. You're it's it's like putting your you ever hear that that thing about okay, if you ever get hiccups, you know, breathe into a paper sack. Well, you're breathing in a highly concentrated CO2, carbon dioxide. And I've never actually done that. Um I haven't got hiccups in a long time. What always worked for me was rubbing a cotton ball on the roof of the mouth. I, I know that sounds crazy, but if, you, if you're prone to hiccups, try it. Just rub a cotton ball on the roof of your mouth as the hiccups are coming. And um, it feels weird, but um, a lot of times that's all you need to do. That's it. I understand that you drink a glass of water. water. But one of, the, one of the remedies I always knew from way, way past was, oh, you breathe into a paper sack over and over you're breathing the same air and that's what is that that's concentrated co2 your body's your body your body's extracted the oxygen out of it and it's produced co2 which is what we produce as humans okay and evidently possibly that has some effect on stopping hiccups but if you're doing that all day long because you're wearing this this mask well, that's a very, very bad thing. It's going to lower your immune system. You're going to have a lot less available oxygen in the system. I mean, it's, it's horrible. You're not the first virologist who has told me that we're doing the exact opposite of what we should be doing to contain and to create immunity from this virus. Why would you close the beach? You've got sequences in the soil, in the sand. You've got healing microbes in the ocean, exactly. in the salt water. Yes. That's insanity. The whole concept of earthing, where you know you like the the hurts of, of the world, of the of the globe, of, of the earth, and how it's a very very healing frequency. You're laying in the sand, and it's it's actually creating a very very healthy type of environment. Um, and all the other things that she mentioned, they want to keep you away from all of that. They want to keep you away from the from the fresh sea air and from the negative ions that generate and from the and from the the earthing frequencies that are coming up from the ground and all of these things. They want to make sure that you're in the sterile environment, that you're rubbing everything down. You're killing all the germs. You're not exposing your immune system to anything. You're wearing a mask all the time, which is increasing your own CO2 levels. It's, and like she said, reactivating any COVID uh, uh, viruses that you might have in you from previous vaccines. They're doing everything they can do to try to, to, try to create another, uh, to try to create a real explosion of a real type of pandemic, knowing these things, because they do know these things, and that's why they're telling you to do them. 
they meaning the Illuminati or the globalist or the elitist or whoever you want to term them as. These institutions that are polluting our environment and our bodies, there was a time when they actually had to fight their own battles. But they've done such a great job at manipulating the masses that it's other people shutting down other citizens and the big tech platforms follow suit and they shut everything down. There is no dissenting voices allowed anymore in this free country, which is something I never thought I would live to see. Uh, nor would I accept uh, what I've experienced since 2011. It's beyond comprehension how a society can be so fooled that the types of propaganda continue to where they're just driving us to hate each other. You want to go to work yes. and get this disease? Uh, I think the medical profession know what they're they talking about. They've been wrong so far, ma'am. They've been wrong. Hopefully, this is the wake-up call of all America to realize this makes no sense and, and we win because it will take down the whole program with information like this. And, and for me, it's the... And this is a great, and it's called Plandemic Documentary. I mean, they planned all this all along, the hidden agenda behind COVID-19. Uh, since I've been sitting here, I'm not sure if I... I think it was at 89. I, we've had at least 4,000 more views on this video and this is on not on a youtube platform it has 18 thumbs down with 190 uh, over a, a 1 million 93 thousand views it only has 18 thumbs down because this is an honest platform far, far greater 1629 thumbs up so that's encouraging that is very encouraging, and I, I can't believe how many downloads they're getting on this, and this would be a good one to forward to family and friends. My, you know, my, my teachings, I understand, are, are a bit, probably not a bit, but um, too hardcore for most people to handle right off the bat, especially. Uh, but this is a great one to, to forward to them. Great news that the doctors are waking up and saying, wait a minute. You, you doctors that are watching this, and I see a lot of you right here, why are you not getting loud? I'm here to defend you. I'm here to defend my freedoms. I'm here to defend... That's a doctor saying this. Family's freedoms, my patients' rights to choose what to do with their life. I, I'm just blown away. And I'm blown away why there are not more doctors like me talking about this all over the place. We should be banding together right now. You need to wake up because your liberties are getting taken away from you all because of fake news that's out there. This is wrong. People should be going to jail for this stuff. So it's not the scientists who are in any way dishonest. They're listening to people who for more than 40 years have controlled who gets funded, what gets published. And I'm sorry to say many, many people will simply take the money and the fame and that support, things that absolutely aren't true. What do you say to the medical professionals that are just beginning to get a glimpse of the depth to which they have been misled and steered away from their oath to do no harm? I say forgive yourselves. It, it's the hardest thing to realize for all of us and is, is that with all the best intention, we studied, we learned what we thought was the truth. We had no idea 
that that the the data that we were being told was true was not true. We've been taught now in our in our schools a very different science. It, you don't get funded if you don't speak the party line. You don't get published. That was probably the hardest thing for me to take, is understanding that scientific journals would, would twist the discovery that should have healed all. Will the scientific community have the courage to answer the question of whether these diseases might have been of their own creation? Thank you. So what we did pretty much ever since I got out of jail, we started an education company. We wake up doctors, and it's very difficult. But every doctor who realized they may have been part of the problem has now turned that around to march toward a better society and restore faith in the promise of medicine. Uh, but again, the promise of medicine, uh, it's a flawed, flawed system in the end. I love what she's, her heart and everything, but she has a long way to go as well because you know they're relying on medicine and medicine is not the answer emergency medicine is great and everything but again long term you cannot drug your body into good health it should be god ways god's ways first with the nutrition with building all of that emphasizing all those things i've talked about about building up your own immune system and then only relying on quote medicine as a last resort or in order to save a life that's i think that's the way god would have us do it that's all we can do well dr Mikovits, thank you so much for your time it's been a real honor to sit here with you and and particularly thank you for your courage thank you mickey i appreciate it a lot the idea that we are now a few days away from a new administration, given, as you heard from the introduction, that I have been around for a now, while. This is Fauci speaking back in 2017, right before Trump got in office. And I've had the opportunity of serving in five administrations. I thought I would bring that perspective to the topic today is the issue of pandemic uh, preparedness. And if there's one message that I want to leave with you today is that there is no question that there will be a surprise outbreak. <laughs> so he just told you right the there. The thing we're extraordinarily confident about is that we are gonna see this in the next few years. Thank you. Oh yeah, a surprise outbreak. Fauci was announcing that right before Trump got into office. Well, the Illuminati from a Kabbalistic Luciferian standpoint has to telegraph their punches and tell you what they're gonna do before they do it to you. It's how Lucifer keeps the game square or straight on the up and up from a Luciferian standpoint. And there that little Luciferian Jesuit devil just told you that because he's a high level Jesuit as well. So um, we have that going forward. Now, this is also from Dr. Judy Mikovits, PhD, that we just heard from a little bit more information that. She alluded to it at the very, very start of, of, the, um, of that video, but we, we really didn't learn about it. And now we're going to learn about this real quick. And it's important information in understanding how COVID-19 actually works and how it primarily kills people who were flu vaccinated. Now, she did get into that 
Uh, but I'd like to do a little bit more on how that all happens. Cellular and molecular biologist Judy Michaelvitz, PhD, believes COVID-19 is not caused by the SARS-CoV-2 alone, meaning COVID-19 virus, but rather it's the result of a combination of the COVID-19 and these XMRVs, which are human gamma retroviruses. XMRV stands for xenotrophic murine leukemia virus related virus now i understand you're you're you might be saying oh I don't, this is way too over my head it's not okay um just kind of hang with me here basically what she's saying is that it's a combination of the covid19 and these human gamma retroviruses okay these the xenotrophic in this zxmrv refers to viruses that only replicate in cells other than those of the host species so the XMRVs are viruses that infect human cells, yet are not human viruses. The XMRV retrovirus is actually the virus that has the same cytokine storm signature as COVID-19, which is far not coronaviruses, which are far more benign. A coronavirus is just the common cold, essentially. If you talk about the coronavirus, that's just the common cold. For the, the vast majority of the time that they use that, that's what they mean by that. Sorry, my power cord came undone here. <clears throat> COVID-19 may be initiated by the COVID-19 virus, but it is dependent upon pre-existing infection with an awakening of other viruses, such as XMRV, gamma retroviruses, possibly like Lyme disease and other co-infections, including parasites. And this is why anti-parasitic medications like hydrochloroquine help. Well, in part at least. Blood products and vaccines are contaminated with XMRVs. Okay, so that's the most important thing I've said so far. Blood products, now I would assume maybe like transfusion type stuff, and vaccines are contaminated with these XMRVs that can damage your immune system and cause chronic fatigue syndrome, cancer, and other chronic diseases. The COVID-19 appears to have been manipulated to include components of HIV and SARS that destroy immune function along with the XMRVs. Remember what I said before? All these people that are that are coming down with it typically were given some type of vaccine. The ones in Wuhan, China, that summer. Then you combine that with 5G, which she didn't talk about one bit. Again, she's got a piece of the puzzle, but and it's an important piece, but she has no comprehension of the 5G component. And she has no real comprehension of what an immune system needs in order to function on a natural basis. And it's not, quote, medicine, as she would say. It's not. You cannot drug your body into good health. You can use it to save a life, emergency medicine and things of this nature. But, I mean, trying to do it on a daily basis, to, you can't do it. Health doesn't come through drugs. All drugs are controlled poisons that have side effects. Blood products and vaccines are contaminated with these XMRVs that can damage your immune system. Uh, the COVID-19 appears to have been manipulated to include this components of HIV, the HIV virus, which was created, and SARS, which was also created, which destroys the immune system, when you, especially when you combine it with these XMRVs that you get from previous vaccines. Those already infected with the XMRV 
XMRVs from previous vaccines may end up getting serious COVID-19 infection and die from the disease. So remember what I keep saying, it's all about are the right parameters in place for the COVID-19 to take root and hold. If you don't have those parameters in place, it's not going to happen. If you've done, if you're not, if you haven't been vaccinated or, or let's say you haven't been vaccinated anywhere recently and you're not in any kind of high risk immune system funk and you're not being bombarded with 5G, your body's going to be able to fight COVID-19 off like nothing, most likely, if you have any kind of good nutritional status. But if it's the opposite, yes, it can be very deadly. And that's why I've tried to maintain balance regarding this whole thing. Where some people say, there's no validity at all, it's all a hoax. No, it's, it's real. But a lot of things need to be in place for it to have maximum kill potential. Like they were in Wuhan, China. Um, her research suggests that more than 30 million Americans carry these XMRVs and gamma retroviruses within their bodies from contaminated vaccines and blood supplies. That's what I want you to get out from what I've just said here. And when you combine those XMRVs with COVID-19 and you're in an area that has, has a lot of 5G or a lot of EMFs from the cell phone towers and you're in the right category, let's say you're over 65 and you've got all these, well, then yeah, it's very dangerous. 100%. The viruses spread within the laboratories as they have adapted to become aerosolized and contaminate cell lines used in vaccine production and other viral research, including research on coronaviruses. Flu vaccines have spread a host of dangerous viruses around the world, which then can interact with the COVID-19 virus. So that's a whole other component to this that I have alluded to, but that's the specific component in the vaccines of why that's part of the whole uh, satanic mix. I'm going to go over this kind of briefly. It, it's more lengthy. I'm not going to go over every single thing here, but this, th this is from um, Canada. What will schools look like after COVID-19 unless there's massive pushback? Well, they'll look like prison camps. Just like the workplace, can you imagine what the public schools are going to look like? And that was a Wall Street Journal that we quoted from before. So you can imagine what the schools are going to be like. If you're wondering what it will look like when the kids go back to school, one school in Quebec has released their new guidelines and it is shocking. Apparently, the schools are going to look like prison camps. And this is all from, this is all official stuff that was submitted from this particular school. Um, and I give you the actual document itself. Here's a link to the actual document. This is in Canada. There's no way this nonsense will happen here in America. Oh, yeah, well, we'll see. I urge you to remember that the lockdown restrictions in Canada are far less stringent than those in the United States. Look around at the ridiculous rules we have, like close uh, stores choosing what items are essential for us to buy. And then tell me it can't happen here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so here are the reopening guidelines for this school in Canada. Once assigned to a class, students will spend their entire day, including lunchtime, in their assigned seats. So you, you, you sit down there, Junior. You got ADD or ADHD or whatever. You better, you better just sit down there. We'll strap you in. Maybe we'll do a little straitjacket action on you. Activities completed while in school will not be evaluated or graded. So I guess schools are, there's no even reason to even have them now nothing's going to be evaluated or graded because they don't care about any of that they just want you to die and control you 
No physical materials will be transported back and forth between home and school anymore. Students must include a mini garbage and recycling bag in their lunch in order to collect all their personal garbage and dispose of it at home. All students must bring their personal labeled and filled water bottle as water fountains won't be available anymore. Sharing all items, pencils, pens, sharpeners, wax crayons, rulers, toys, will not be permitted again. When weather permits, recess breaks will be held outdoors and will entail of walking outside safely distanced from one another in a prearranged Nazi-like pattern. I put in the Nazi. Isn't this wonderful? Isn't life grand? Gatherings together of students together will not be permitted. So don't think you're going to talk to your classmates and you're going to be six feet away and you better not violate social distancing. That's why, that's why Netanyahu wants to put the microchips in the kids first. So anybody that gets too close, the, uh, an alarm goes off. Maybe, hey, if it's a microchip, it should be some type of internal electrical shock device, like a little mini cattle prod that'll like maybe bring you to your knees first time, and then the second time it'll be a higher discharge. Come on, let's go all the way with this if we're going to do it. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic, but you know, what, what, uh, Limited travel throughout the school all during the day. Bathroom visits will be monitored and escorted, so the proper disinfection by our caretakers can then follow uh, another student who uses the facilities. Can follow before another student uses the facilities. As per government recommendations, masks and gloves will not be provided, so you have to provide your own mask. So you can be in your mask the whole day, just breathing in all that CO2 because you're going to be getting barely any oxygen because you're going to be breathing your own air over and over again, which is also going to drastically lower your immune system all by design. Lockers will no longer be used. Students will place their spring and summer jackets behind the chair they're using and their school bags under their assigned desks. There will be no cafeteria service or home or school pizza or frozen yogurt days. No, no more cafeterias at all, at all. No more recess unless you're on very special occasions when you can go around and walk in prearranged order with safe with safe social distancing outside maybe there will be no physical activity taking place in the gym no art classes although art and craft projects can be promised as home suggestions no library periods or no drama classes no fundraisers or after school activities will ever take place again Bye-bye to all the, the, you know, anything extra, any kind of extracurricular sports or anything like that. It's all, it's all over. Parents and volunteers will not be permitted in school. Symptoms with fever or flu-like symptoms will be returned home. Lest it sounds like this is a total outlier, here is a guideline from another school in Canada. It's similar, but not quite as harsh. And here are the documents from the Minister of Education outlining the guidelines to those to be followed by these schools. So you can click on these links if you want to, to verify this. And did you notice there are quite a few inconsistencies? Kids can't take anything back and forth from school, you know, except their lunches, their garbage, their water, their personal protection items, and some books to read. That stuff doesn't count as going back and forth. And, and it clearly is germ-free, obviously. This sounds more like a prison, um, prison for dangerous offenders than a nurturing place for children to learn and grow. Imagine the culture of fear this creates for children. When you drum into a child the constant worry that others might be infectious, how do you expect the child to learn and communicate with others, make friends and enjoy life? How are you going to make any friends? Six feet apart at all times? 
You better not violate social distancing. You will make no friends. You can wave to them. I mean, this is absolute total insanity. Active children will be miserable. If you think the number of diagnoses for ADHD and ADD and similar behavior issues is high now, just wait until the energetic seven-year-olds are forced to sit in the same chair all day and then walk around, if they even get that chance, in a properly distanced playground. Um, and then you got to walk past all the fun stuff like the swings and the slides. No, you know, and no real social interaction. They're going to go insane. And you know what that means? They need more meds. They need way more meds. Oh, yeah. Bump up the Ritalin. Bump up the whatever they're going to give them. All the psychotropic meds that all have demonic components. Yeah. Bump that up real high. If their work isn't even graded or evaluated, what possibly could be the point of even returning or going to school? Well, I guess there's one point. If you want a, a population of worker bees who will quietly submit to authority and distance themselves completely from the influence of others, this is how you go about to produce that population. Absolutely. This is the training ground to, for, to be a, become a good little Luciferian and do what you're told and never question authority. You drum into them they can't even choose when to go to the bathroom, that they can't congregate with others, and that they must remain seated in, with their hands strictly kept to themselves at all times, and always six feet apart. I wonder if the monitoring of the bathroom will be similar to what is discussed in this article. They give you a link there. Or somebody will actually go with them. Or And if so, isn't, isn't an adult being alone in the bathroom with a child pretty inappropriate? Yeah, and how much manpower is that going to take? And what, you're going to go in one at a time to maintain social... I mean, this is absolute, total insanity, all of this. I, I honestly didn't think it was going to degenerate this quick. I had no idea that 2020 was going to become this bad this quick. I've been warning about this for a long time. I just didn't realize it was going to happen this fast. Because this is beyond anything I even envisioned. And we're just getting cranked up, according to them. Unless, again, there's massive pushback, prayer, and fasting, I don't see anything changing. I don't see the churches doing really much about it. I wish I was wrong. I hope I am. And that's why this ministry exists, but... You teach them that every single moment is structured and supervised. You teach them to walk only in orderly formation, no skipping, no running, and no playing. The brave new George Orwellian world that we're moving into. And then we have this record... Um, 103 million over 103 million, not in the labor force, 20.5 million jobs vanished just in April alone. These figures are undercounted. Trump's zombie economy scheme pays workers to stay at home and not work while small businesses get crushed is the dumbest economic experiment ever attempted, but it's not dumb. It's intentional. This is from Mike Adams. The Trump administration is paying huge numbers of people more money to not work than they used to make that they used to make at their jobs. So even as the economies attempt to reopen, small businesses can't find anyone who wants to work. Why should they work, after all, when they're collecting more money not to work? How exactly is the U.S. economy supposed to ever return to normalcy when workers are now being paid by the federal government to avoid working? This is why I keep saying Trump is in on all of this, but he's got to try to give the facade that he's fighting against it in order to appease his base. 
That's part of this whole New World Order deception with Trump. So let me read that last line again. How exactly is the U.S. economy supposed to ever return to normalcy when workers are now being paid by the federal government to avoid working even when jobs are available and small businesses are hiring? We're seeing this dynamic firsthand. The, the Health Ranger store has now lost one-third of its temporary warehouse workers because they're making more money sitting at home collecting money from the government instead of actually working. These are people who quit their jobs to collect unemployment. And the federal government is so desperate to blast helicopter money all across the country that anyone can collect unemployment benefits even if they quit their jobs. Because they don't want any pushback regarding all the things they're setting in motion right now, all the things that are at play right now, all the, how the economy is being destroyed, how the small businesses, that's exactly what Satan wants. And this is kind of like, to a certain extent, the calm before the storm. So they're blasting all this helicopter money everywhere. And um, a lot of people are very, very much appeased by it. And they're not going to fight or push back. They're like, yeah, I could get used to this. I could get used to this. It's human nature, from what I've seen, is that if you let somebody get away with something, they will continue to do it, regardless of if it's evil. Most of the time, unless they have the internal fortitude or the Holy Spirit living inside them and they would judge themselves lest they be judged because that's what the Bible says to do in Corinthians. You do it before you take the Lord's Supper and you do it every day. If we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. Don't trust yourself. I don't trust myself. I have to try to self-judge every day. And I don't mean like whipping myself and saying I'm a horrible person all the time and beating myself down, but, but saying, you know, listen, I mean, am I living according to biblical guidelines? Am I trying, am I making that attempt? Am, am I, am I in the word? Am I praying? And, and a lot of times I fall short. I fail. I, I, I admit it. I do. So I'm not over here on my high horse saying I'm Mr. Perfect over here, but that is the whole principle biblical principle of self-analysis and self-judgment it is incredibly important to do but from what i've seen in life if you let somebody get away with something most of the time they will keep doing it and then they'll get to the point where they think they're entitled to it which is what's already probably happening with a lot of these people and there's zero policing of any of this by the federal government. So employees across the country are committing massive fraud by simply quitting their jobs and claiming they were laid off or fired. So they're, so they're lying, okay? And we're seeing the same thing across a multitude of industries from food production, restaurants, to landscaping, and many others. So that's a whole other level of, you know, evil, I'd say. Because they're just quitting their jobs and claiming they were, they were laid off so they can get that money. Well, the Bible says in Revelation 21, 8, but the fearful and unbelieving, and I've went over this verse recently, but the fearful, unbelieving, and abominable, the murderers and the whoremongers, the sorcerers and idolaters, and all liars shall be have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So, you know, you don't want to lie and say, oh, I, I whatever, in order to get your, your governmental devil helicopter money when you're perfectly capable of working because that's lying i'm just saying you know 
Ultimately, the Health Ranger store is facing the same dire choice that millions of other small businesses face across America. We now have to outbid government employ unemployment benefits to entice anyone to even come back to work. That means paying 20 bucks an hour for entry-level warehouse workers, which means they'll have to dramatic will have to dramatically raise our prices to cover the increased labor costs. This is Mike Adams talking. The Trump administration has stolen our labor pool by paying people to sit at home and collect free money. This is something I haven't even talked about yet. And he brings up great points here. This is the end of capitalism and the beginning of the total demise of small businesses across America and really the beginning of socialism and communism. The Wall Street Journal explains in Pittsburgh, Les Niley, who co-owns a business that makes and sells residential awnings and tarps to trucking companies said three employees he had brought back to work asked recently if they could work a rotating schedule with co-workers who were laid off so they could take turns receiving unemployment benefits really do you see what's going on employees are actually structuring intentional joblessness so they can collect federal benefits this is happening all across the country and it's absolutely crushing small businesses everywhere as the wall street journal then adds Iona Lucy Fiena was laid off from her job as a bartender at an airport in Ithaca, New York. She says she hopes her boss doesn't call back too soon. And she says, quote, I was crying at work to leave, but then as time went on, I did receive benefits. And it was like, wow, I'm getting more than when I worked there, she said. Exactly. All across the nation, workers are discovering they will be penalized for going back to work. This genius plan could only come from the government, of course, and, and the dumbest economic experiment since communism. The dumb and dumber economic experiment might actually be consistent with policies of government stupidity, since the Trump administration is paying investors not to invest by having the Fed buy up corporate bonds and paying farmers not to farm and to destroy their crops and to kill their animals, okay, uh, to control farm subsidies. So why not pay workers not to work? See, it's this, this multi-prong approach to just destroy and annihilate America. Lock, stock, and barrel, every facet of it. That's what COVID-19 has produced. But they're using like this as an excuse. This didn't have to be the case, okay? But they're using COVID-19 as the excuse to do it. And Trump's all in on it. Soon we'll probably see full-blown communism on parade where factories are paid not to produce anything and airlines are paid to fly empty planes all over the country just to create the illusion of economic activity. Oh wait, that's already happening actually. All this brings up the obvious conundrum that Trump has yet to face. To get America back to work, the government will sooner or later have to stop paying workers to not work. But how many small businesses will even exist by that time? exactly they don't want any see this is this interim period that i was just talking to you about where they know every single day that goes by there's more and more small businesses that are going down that will never resurface because they cannot recover and that's what they're banking on and that's what this helicopter money is producing also as michael snyder reports 52 percent of small businesses now expect to be bankrupt within six months there's the report there if you want to click on it. A big part of the reason for that, of course, is that small business owners can't find anybody who wants to work anymore. 
while seemingly every Republican and Trump supporter in the nation is screaming about how the economy is being destroyed by the lockdowns, there are very few voices pointing to out, out how Trump, Trump's own bailout policies are destroying small businesses across the country. Trump's stupid policies are doing far more damage than the coronavirus ever did. The only way to get America's economy back on track is to end the universal basic income that Trump has put into place. At some point, the free money from Uncle Sam has to stop as the economies reopen. Or there's no reason for any of these workers to even consider going back to their old job or finding new ones. What's their, what's their even purpose in life? They've got no job, they got no nothing. What are they doing? Just sitting home playing video games all day and eating Hot Pockets in their mom's basement? I mean, I don't know. Watch Netflix all day? I, I don't know. Yet any effort to cut off the unemployment benefits will now be met with screams and condemnation from the very people collecting those benefits. Oh, yeah. So I said, when you let somebody get away with something, the longer they get away with it, the more they just expect that it's owed them. Entitlement. The whole entitlement generation that's been raised in the public school systems. Everybody gets a participation trophy. And, you know, all that stuff, that all the brainwashing they've done to the kiddies. Yeah, it's a perfect generation for that. Once you start paying people to not work, it turns out most of them begin to believe you owe them a monthly paycheck for not working. While some people would prefer to have a career and a life with a purpose, the free money parade becomes a way of life for far too many. Taylor's already seen it with some of her friends. Oh, yeah. And they're putting on massive amounts of weight as well. In this very short period of time, a ton of people have put on a ton of weight. Which again, fits into the whole, you know, narrative of, of you know, the type of, of population the New World Order wants to create. Unhealthy, overweight, entitled, malnourished, vaccinated to the gills, Willing to go along with whatever the government tells them to do because they're not going to bite the hand that feeds them if they're, if they're getting, you know, those checks coming in. <laughs> oh, man. Things are just getting gooder and gooder and gooder. My old buddy Dick Zeiss used to say from the Baptist church I went to. Mm. Obviously, that's not grammatically correct, but hey. Uh, let's see here. I don't think I've never had more negative things to report on in a, in a study, honestly. And I'm sorry, I, 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 but I don't control the news cycle. And all of this stuff is valid, it's pertinent, and it's happening. And I just, I'm, I'm in this position where, well, let's emphasize the positive. There's not a whole lot of positive to emphasize unless the church collectively gets, and then society collectively gets off its butt and there's massive pushback and resistance to this. And yes, I have seen some of that i have but they're they're the government is so doubling and tripling down that and they're creating an environment like on the internet where they're not going to i don't know how much longer truth is going to be even getting out the way that they're going and once that happens you know there, there there's no way to really uh fight it at least from the internet standpoint i mean there yeah there's always prayer there's always fasting there's always one-on-one -on -one stuff but I'm trying to reach as many people as i can while i still can do it uh going back to this oh and just to make it worse members of congress are now pushing to make the coronavirus unemployment benefits extend indefinitely of course 
It won't be indefinite, though. There will come a day when you're going to have to pay the piper. Caesar's going to, you know, come to collect. Uh, it's called the Workers' Relief Security Act, but it might as well be called the Crush the Economy Plan that will drive the final nail into the coffin of the United States of America Act. You can't unleash an economic recovery if you pay everyone to avoid working. That's why, as I've explained here, there's really no plan to reopen the economy. This is the end game for humanity. You are being corralled under house arrest and prepped for mandatory vaccine kill shots that will achieve the global depopulation objectives of the anti-human tyrants who run the world. They have no real plan to reopen the economy because there's no plan for any future where you are still alive. They got to get those Deagle statistics going by 2024. That I've, I've went over, over, and over again. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but that's what their goal is. The real plan is global depopulation, the killing of billions of humans, human beings to save the planet and to end all entitlements that are bankrupting governments around the world. You're being paid not to work for the same reason cows are given free food at the trough. You're being prepared for the culling. Planet Earth is being prepared for a post-human era. Now, granted, they're not going to get away with that. Satan has his plans, God has his plans. Satan has his timetable, God has his. But Satan is trying to implement this. Okay. How far God's going to let him take it, I don't know. But he's taking it pretty so far, pretty far very, very quickly from what I'm seeing here. And we're not even in the tribulation yet. This is why humanity must fight for survival or die. Yeah, pretty much. Then we have this. Oh, I'm way over on time. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get in one more part here, and um, and then I'll get this put posted online here. So God bless you, and we will see you in part three.